Support for WRFA is brought to you in part by listeners like you who believe in the vital public service WRFA provides through its arts and education programming, as well as through our coverage of local news and public affairs. Plus, your generous support lets us provide a number of volunteer-based programs to be shared on our airwaves. Help keep community radio in Jamestown and Chautauqua County alive by making a contribution today. To make a tax-deductible donation or learn more about becoming a station underwriter, use the donate page on our website, wrfalp.com, or send a check to WRFA Radio, 116 East 3rd Street, Jamestown, New York. Or you can call 716-664-2465. You are tuned in to Arts on Fire right here on 107.9 WRFA. I'm your host, Anthony Merchant, here with you. And right now we're talking to returning guest. We got local author and artist Trenton Lutz here with us. New book out now, Beyond the Wasted Lands, part two of the Terra Healers. We talked last time about uh, part one. Now we're going to talk part two. And uh, if you like what you uh, hear and you want to meet the author here, meet the uh, person you're about to hear uh, talking for a while, he will be at Lakeshore Center for the Arts later today if you're listening Friday at uh, 6 o'clock. If you're listening Sunday, you missed that signing, but I know he has more coming up. But I thought I'd throw that out there if you're listening here Friday. Quick uh, quick chance to drive up, up to uh, Westfield. But uh, Trenton, let's uh, talk some new books. How you doing, man? Good, Anthony, man. How you doing? Really good. Excited to uh, have you back in. Had a uh, fun. I'm try. I was trying to think of how long it was. Has it? Has it been? I don't think it's been an entire year since you were in here. Not quite a Not year. Quite? I don't okay. think. Yeah, because I I started uh, the the tour with this book a little bit earlier, getting things rolling and trying to uh, make sure that I was ready to go and have <laughs> have book signings already set up and, and interviews with you before, you know, as I was also working on um, finalizing the the final draft for the book and getting it independently published. Yeah, it's all done. Yeah, because it's funny, the, uh, the guest before, uh, if people are listening to this, the Hollow Society, who was our guest earlier in this episode, they did come on over a year ago and I didn't realize it was over a year till I talked to them so I was trying to remember with you I was like I don't feel like it's been an entire year but I also wouldn't be surprised after talking to them if you were like yeah it's been like 14 months <laughs> since I was in here it just they they keep on coming but uh happy to have you uh back in here yeah it's awesome to be back how does it uh you know well let me start off with a pretty easy one you know how does it feel now having the uh, second book out you know talking to you when the first one came out and you got a second one under your belt how does it feel to get out into the world Feels pretty great, actually. Yeah, I'm really excited about this book. Um, so it's the the middle of a trilogy. Um, it kind of takes the the story in a different direction a little bit. Um, introduces some new characters. Um, uh, gave me a chance to explore the world in which uh, my characters live a little bit further. Um, so and to share that with everybody out there in the world and and hopefully um, get them interested in in the in the characters, the series, and and everything that's going to be happening. So for like the second book you know was there any i guess less stress in the process of writing and releasing it you know with with one already under your belt or was it about pretty comparable for the uh, stress and all that of, of putting a book together does that change at all once you've done one well uh with this one i i already knew i was going to independently publish uh mm -hmm. the first book i had attempted as probably everyone does who uh writes a book uh to find a publisher or an agent or or the like um and it was wholly depressing <laughs> like i'm i'm being honest just completely depressing the whole process was depressing um you know i got some really good feedback but no one interested in in doing the book um so i had actually hung the book up uh, I think I, 
the first book, actually, I finished writing in like 2018. So you and I just only talked last yeah. year. So I, I just kind of gave up on it a little bit and, and uh, went about doing some other things. I focused more on my photography, my painting and stuff like that. Um, so with this book, I already knew, don't do that. <laughs> like, don't <laughs> even try. I'm just going to independently publish. Um, Amazon has a great uh, publishing program uh, available for anyone who wants to try that out as well. But uh so yeah, it, it, that that definitely re- relieved a lot of stress. Um, I also knew roughly like how the storyline was going to go. Um, I, I gave myself a year. I wanted to have it published within a year, pretty close. Uh, like uh, like like we had talked. And then the only other thing that was a little bit stressful was uh, I forgot a few of the key things. Well, I didn't forget, but um, I waited too long for a few of the key things. So uh, you need to apply um, from the at the Library of Congress mm-hmm. uh, so that you can get a Library of Congress control number. Um, that way, the book is allowed to be um, sold wholesale or available in libraries and things like that. Um, that I forgot to do. Uh, I should have done it much sooner and it actually held up the process by I'd say about a month. But yeah, yeah, definitely less stress this time around. Let's get into the book. I mean, sure. let's talk a little bit about, you know, the, the story of this second book, but also like you said, I mean, it's in a, it's in a series. So I mean, it kind of, you know, the books kind of weave together. So I mean, kind of as a whole for maybe people who didn't hear that, that, you know, first uh, interview, I mean, explain a little bit about the new book and just kind of the, the story altogether. Okay. Yeah, sure. So um, the storyline focuses on a group of friends. Um, They live in a future world. Um, Some people have come to me and been like, hey, this sounds like Earth. And I'm like, could be, but it might not be. Um, But uh, basically what has happened is um, probably a century ago, uh, a pollution level event, like a really awful uh, event had occurred, um, destroyed pretty much everything that existed on their world, um, leaving behind like a, a handful of people to repopulate and uh, n- no real plants or animals, um, things like that. Um, so these folks, these kids live in, you know, they call it the Wasted Lands, uh, hence the second book title, Beyond the Wasted Lands. Um, and uh, what they've discovered is that uh, because of the pollution, they've learned that uh, they've been changed somehow. And, and so they actually have the ability to absorb the pollution and that, that absorption of pollution, the pollution actually powers abilities. So there's, uh, you know, a kid who can do like, uh, I call them force pushes or force bubbles. Um, and then there's another girl who is rather prolific with, uh, fire. She, she likes fire. Um, <laughs> you learn more about how much she likes fire in the second book, but, uh, um, you know, um, so that that's kind of the premise, and, and then of course there's there's the ultimate bad guy um, in this book. It's the High Empress. Uh, she's kind of the the end all be all. She um, she created this world uh, pre pollution level event. Um, she created this dome to protect people, knowing that knowing what was going to happen. Um, she she knew where things were going, and but the people who live in this dome are, are under her control completely. And then there's a group of people who live outside who are completely poor. They live in huts and shacks and things. And, uh, no, it's just, it's just not great for them, obviously. And then there's a whole nother group of people who, uh, managed to, when they found out that they could absorb pollution, um, they uh, also realized that when enough of them were gathered together, they could continue to absorb pollution safely amongst themselves and clean up an area within this desert wasteland. Um, so they were finally able to like grow plants and 
have uh, livestock and have a life and live out there. And that's where the kids start out, um, but eventually they, they end up um, coming to confront the high empress. Um, so that's kind of that's kind of a background on actually on more on the first book than the second book. The second book kind of follows in the in that line of thought. Um, they're still uh, after you know uh, the high empress um, trying to figure out what to do um, next. So book two uh, of uh, the terror healers, uh, which is beyond the wasted lands. So having vanquished the high empress, Wolf, his sister Aaron, and their close knit group of friends have enjoyed almost an entire year of peace. During that time, they have begun rebuilding Terra Perfect and Terra Poor, now called Oasis, a new Oasis. However, unbeknownst to them, the evil that is the High Empress has returned and now inhabits the body of Wolf's oldest sister, Lysandra. Thankfully, there is good news. Their greatest ally, Wolf and Aaron's great-great-grandmother, Isabel, has also managed to save herself by merging her conscience with that of Lysandra's twin sister, Lithia. As the group prepares to celebrate Oasis Day in honor of the friends and family that were lost during the Battle of Oasis, the High Empress begins her plan to reclaim what she believes was wrongly taken from her. When things start to go sideways, it will be up to everyone to come up with a solution to put a stop to the High Empress's tyranny and destruction once and for all. So once again, we're going to join the group of friends as they travel the Wasted Lands, beyond the Wasted Lands, in hopes of locating allies in their battle, battle against the unrelenting terror of the High Empress. So the question is, is who are they going to meet? What kind of powers are they going to have? Um, are they going to be actually friends? Are they going to be allies? Or are they going to end up being foes that now they've got this whole extra set of people that they have to deal with on top of the High Empress and, and her group of Terra soldiers and uh, Terra destroyers? So. Not, you know, I, and we, you know, we might have talked about this the first time you came in, but like, I mean, the universe there, I mean, there's so much in it. Like, it's very like realized. It seems like, you know, the storyline and everything, there's a lot going on in there. Like for you before, cause this is also, I mean, this is your first, this series was your first book series, right? You never wrote a book before, before this series. Right. No, I haven't written a book before this. <laughs> so like, you know, like with that, like you were talking about when you initially started writing that first one, I mean, was this a story that was kicking around your head for a while before you went to write this? Or did you kind of realize, you know, again, that whole like universe and all that after you were like, I'm going to try writing a book. Cause it seems like something, I mean, it's so detailed. I wouldn't be surprised if it's something you've thought of for, you know, years and years. Um, it really wasn't. No, um, no, surprisingly. Um, so, um, I, I, the story goes that uh, one of my coworkers uh, wrote a sci-fi novel, and I happened to find out by accident, and he asked me to read it, and I, I gave it a read, and I thought that was awesome. And I was like, man, this is really cool. I know a guy who wrote a book, and I was like, you know, I have all these weird ideas that pop into my head about different things all the time. I was like, maybe I could try writing a book or whatever. So instead of just kind of like letting the weird ideas float through my head and kind of <laughs> disappear, I started taking notes. I started writing down ideas. I started creating the characters, started creating the world, getting an idea of, you know, um, where they were going to live, how they were going to live, um, what type of people or, or issues they might be dealing with, um, things like that. Um, and originally, the, the book was supposed to be a, a one-off. It was supposed to be a single standalone book oh, really? uh, with an ending. Yeah. And then uh, as I was writing it, I was sending copies of the chapters to family, my, my mom, my brother, my sister, and of course my wife, who uh, is my editor, uh, thank goodness, because <laughs> she's very good at, at the English language. And although I am as well, she's better. Um, 
And my brother goes, my brother Scott got to a certain point in the book and he's like, man, he's like, this is great. He's like, so this is going to happen in this book. And I'm like, in this book? And he's like, he's like, yeah, well, yeah, you got, you got this that's going to happen in this book. He's like, and then you can take it here and then you can go with it to the third book here. And I'm like, all right, why not? You know, that's a good idea. So I, I created more work for myself by listening to my brother, you know, so, um, but yeah, he, he definitely kind of encouraged me to, to try and expand on the universe and create, uh, a bigger, a bigger series than, than what I had originally planned. That unlike folding, like he's talking about in there, I mean, cause from an outsider perspective, I can see that too, or maybe you're reading and you're like, oh, I see this into this and then into the book three and stuff. How did that, did it unfold? I mean, I'm sure I wouldn't say it's a walk in the park like that, but was it a fairly easy unfolding that way where it did kind of fall into place where it's like, oh yeah, like it, it just kind of keeps continuing in that, that extension there. Did it just seem kind of natural, you know, when you did finally go down and kind of start writing them like that? Yeah. Yeah, I actually did. So, um, the funny thing is, is if you read, when you read the first book, um, if you don't read the epilogue, that's where the book was going to end. Like oh, that. Really? Yeah. So it's the epilogue really that that like makes it flow into the second book. It gives you like it gives you the lead up to what happens in, in the current book that's that's available out, out there, uh, beyond the wasted lands. Um it's yeah, so that 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 led to that. And as soon as as soon as I knew that that was where I was going with it, then yeah, everything kind of flowed and I kind of saw where, okay, this is how this is going to happen next. And then this is going to happen here. And, um, so with the second book, I had an, uh, kind of an outline for where I wanted to be. I knew how it was going to end. Um, I kind of had some of the more key points that would happen. And then I kind of did what I did with the first book, which was just let the characters kind of write the book themselves. Um, they kind of would have conversations in my head, you know, things would kind of happen and all of a sudden I'm like, Oh, I got to write that down. <laughs> um, and actually that's exactly what's happening with the third book too. Like I, I know how this series ends, but it has morphed a little bit because, mm. and it actually morphed just recently. Um, I'm about uh, 18 chapters into the third book with the, with the writing Jeez. and it, uh, it, it, it already morphed just a little bit because, one of the characters did something in these first 18 chapters. And I was like, well, how am I going to make that work <laughs> at the end of the book? So I was just like, Oh, and then, and then like a few, few days later, I'm like, got it. You know, like I figured it out and I'm like, okay, right, I just whoop, little, little twist here and then we're good. So kind of going off, I was going to ask you, you kind of just brought it into there with like the modifying. Cause I was wondering that like the part of it where I'm going to call it parameters. And I didn't mean that in a bad way, but like that where you are writing and it's like, you know, the storyline does have to flow a certain way because you are writing, you know, a series. Are there any times like when writing the second one where you were taking the story somewhere where you had to kind of stop yourself and go like, oh, no, I do kind of, you know, again, like I'm not starting from scratch. Like I can't take it there because of that. Like, I mean, did you ever run into that or like you're talking about the modifying? Could you kind of take those ideas and go, no, I can work this into you know, where the story's going or where it should go, you know, some of the ideas I could work in some of the ideas I had to remind myself that, you know, there's already a, a, a set like idea of who these characters kind of are that I created in the first book. Um, but that was what was nice about introducing a couple of new characters in the second book. Actually, I think I introduced, I don't know, eight new characters. Oh, I mean, they're not main <laughs> characters, but they're, they're definitely main supporting characters. So, um, so they, you know, there's a lot more interaction with, there's probably more than that, to be honest. I don't even know anymore. <laughs> I have so many people in my head. Um, and, uh, 
that sounded a little crazy just <laughs> but that's okay <laughs> i have so many people in my head um but uh but yeah it so there were definitely times where i had to pause and be like okay well i have to walk this back a little bit because it got it, it went to a place where it's it, like it, no. no this just doesn't work <laughs> but a lot of the times yeah i was able to just kind of like manipulate or, or morph things a little bit like on down the road to kind of fit what i was was working with now did you did you say already that if, if will this end with a trilogy or do you know if the third will be the final or not yeah uh, the the third will be the final that will be the final yeah, yep so that that will be the the last book in in this particular series it doesn't mean i'm not going to write more um I, I know uh, one of the things my, my my wife is real big on the idea of uh, me doing a children's book, oh, nice. uh, mostly because my brother just recently had a little girl. So I have a niece. Um, and so my wife was like, you should do a children's book so that you can, you know, you know, dedicate it to her and, and she can have a book that her uncle wrote for her and stuff. So oh, that's cool. So I think that's probably my where I'll where I'll kind of go um, next. And then I'm, I'll, I do have three or four ideas for uh, oh, like some more different for different books completely different from from what i'm writing right now i was going to um, actually ask you that if there are any genres or like kind of different things you think you would want to because again like, this is your first time writing so i was interested if it was like you know after this trilogy it's like no nah, i'm never doing this again <laughs> or if it's like oh man like no now it's time to be an author now i want to write now right. i want to kind of jump into this yeah I, de I definitely like the author thing it's kind of fun it lets me uh lets me be creative in a different way than, than I, than I already have been able to. Uh, so yeah, I, you know, this is, this is, these books are, would be considered young adult dystopian fantasy. Um, I mean, it kind of falls into the sci-fi genre a little bit as well, but, um, but that's, that's, that's where this is. And then, um, I, I probably will kind of stick with the sci-fi fantasy. That's always been my favorite um, genre in, in in reality, like uh, things that I would read myself. So mm. I, I like to write what I what I enjoy. What you like, yeah, yeah. Because because when because when obviously when you do that, if if you write what you like, then then you're going to put a lot more into it, and and the people who are reading it are going to pick up on that, and they're gonna they're gonna you know also really enjoy the book because. I really enjoy the book. Yeah, it almost seems weird to like, and I'm sure there are people, but yeah, like if you detest the subject or whatever <laughs> it is that you're writing about, this would be an awful process for writing. Yeah. Writing, It's not a short thing. It's not like that's a weak project. That's a lot. That's going to take you a while right. to write that. So yeah, good, good thing that you uh, like what you're writing about. Uh, like we were telling people, I mean, if you're listening to this Friday, you have the signing at Lake uh, Lakeshore Center for the Arts uh, tonight at six in Westfield. You have any other signings coming up? Anything else coming up? To tell people about? Uh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, so Saturday, October fourteenth, uh, one o'clock. Yeah, one o'clock, one to three, at um, the uh, Good Neighbor Bookstore oh, out nice. in Lakewood. Great yep. store. Uh, yeah, Bob's a really good guy. Um, so uh, he let me uh, do a signing there for um, my first book. And when he found out I had the second book, obviously the, the invite was open, kind of like you contacting me to come <laughs> yeah. in for another interview. Um, and then uh, I do have some other things that I'm hoping to get uh, squared away. I'm talking with the Patterson Library in Westfield. Uh, they actually gave me my first book signing and book reading uh, when I when I published the first book. Um, so I'd like to go back there. Um, November, um, I do have a uh, a signing event at the next chapter bookstore that's in Dunkirk, New York. Oh, nice. Um, that's from 11 to one. Um, and it is November 25th, which should be, uh, 
Small Business Saturday. Oh, nice. So, unless I got the date wrong. <laughs> so, don't take my word for it. Double check. But, yeah, November 25th, uh, Saturday, November 25th. And then I'm actually, uh, this time around, I'm going a little bit bigger. Um, I happen to be up in uh, Buffalo area, Amherst area, and uh, stopped into Barnes & Noble and found out that they do uh, book signing events. Um, so I am actually talking with the Barnes and, Barnes and Noble up in Amherst, New York, oh, nice. uh, to see about a book signing event. That probably won't happen until next year, um, just because they're already they're already full schedule for for the current year. Quite a few um, signings. Yeah, yeah, that's still very cool. Yeah. That's very and, and you have quite a few under your belt already. So very nice. Yeah. If we can't, well, you can still make it out to there, but. If we can't grab the book at uh, one of those places, can we find the? Uh, where can we find the book online? Where can we find you online? <laughs> where do we? Where should we send people? So, uh, my website is toastedwafflestudios.com. Um, that's actually my art studio name, um, but I also cover my carry my books, uh, cover my books on there. Um, there is a link from that website directly to my Amazon author page, um, where you'll be able to, to follow that link to, to the books. Um, but, uh, I mean, simplest answer is, uh, Trenton Lutz is not a very common name. So if you're really <laughs> interested in the, in the book and you'd like to like to just jump and skip all those steps, just search my name, uh, literally search my name on Amazon and, the both books will pop up. They'll be the, they'll be the top they'll be the top uh, search answer search answers for 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 Amazon. Won't be the other Trenton Lutes. Yeah, no. Be this Trenton Lutes right I'm here. I'm pretty sure there. I, I hope there aren't any others, but <laughs> pretty sure that that yeah. There's definitely none that wrote any books because I've searched them. So any, anything as we uh, close this out? I mean, we miss anything? Anything else to let the people know before we go? No, but uh, definitely join me for a book signing. They're really fun, um, especially when I get a chance to read uh, from the book and give you a little bit more insight into what goes on in the second book. Um, some of that I'll probably introduce some of the new characters during the readings and things like that. Um, but yeah, I'd love to see people there. And uh, thank you as always, Anthony, for having me in. It's been awesome. Oh, absolutely. I'm sure we'll have you back for uh, book three. Yeah. But again, they, uh, Trenton Lutz got a new book out now, Beyond the Wasted Lands, part two of the Terra Healers. Again, if you're listening, Friday got a signing tonight at 6 o'clock at Lakeshore Center for the Arts up in Westfield. But that is going to do it for this episode of Arts on Fire. Again, I want to thank our guest, Trenton Lutz. I want to thank our guests from earlier this episode, Sean Lander and Scott Slade of the Hollow Society. Fun time talking to them and great hearing a uh, in-studio performance. If you want to hear this interview, if you want to hear that Hollow Society interview, you can find them over on WRFALP.com as well as the WRFA SoundCloud page. I'll be back with you next week for another one. But until then, for Arts on Fire, I'm Anthony Merchant. Thank you so much for listening.